Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Guys, week 12 in the NFL is officially over after Monday Night Football. Another beatdown on primetime. The Ravens take care of the Rams 45-6. to Lamar Jackson has proven to everybody that he is the MVP of this league. Going 15-20 of 20 on passing, 169 yards in the air. Five total touchdowns. He also rushed for 95 yards on the night. Unbelievable. Mark Ingram had 15 carries, 111 yards, and one touchdown. And for receivers, Miles Boykin finished with two catches for 54 yards. But Marquise Hollywood Brown caught two touchdowns and finished with 42 yards as well. On the other side, for the Rams, Jared Goff. I mean, there have been talks that he was a bus driver over the years, and this is... Coming to be true after he finished with 26 of 37 passing, 212 yards, no touchdowns, but two interceptions. Todd Gurley was held to only 22 yards on six carries. Robert Woods had six catches for 97 yards. Good game for him. But this Ravens, A lot of that coming in the last garbage time yeah, drive. Garbage time plays. On the Absolutely. telecast, in the very last drive, he had like three catches for 60 yards. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful with that garbage time uh, fantasy impact. Right. Huge, especially with the playoffs coming up uh, these next couple of weeks. But this Ravens defense, guys, unbelievable. 221 total yards allowed, two turnovers, two sacks. What a day for the defense. Actually helped me win a couple fantasy uh, matchups. So shout out to the Ravens defense. I can't believe I just said that. Um, the Ravens are 9-2 and two now. They're going to face the 49ers next week. A big test for them. And the Rams hit at 6-5. and five. They're going to head to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Let's move on to some NBA, guys. It took four games into the return, but we finally see Vintage Mello. He finished with 25 points and 8 rebounds. Carmelo Anthony, as the Trailblazers, took down the Chicago Bulls 117-94. to Hassan Whiteside and Damian Lillard both getting double-doubles. Whiteside and Lillard both getting 13 points. But Hassan got 12 rebounds and Damian got 12 assists. For the Bulls, Zach Levine finished with 18 points and 5 assists. And Laurie Markkinen finished, added 10 points as well. Uh, I know Gabe Morantz is going to be happy about this one. The Toronto Raptors take down the Philadelphia 76ers 101-96. They held Joel Embiid to 0 points. Joel Embiid scored no points, but he got 13 rebounds. He was 0 for 11 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3-point range. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's a statement from the Raptors, if you ask me. Pascal Siakam, 25.7 rebounds. Fred Van Vliet, 24 points, 8 assists. Josh Richardson for the Philadelphia 76ers finished with 25 points, 6 rebounds. Al Horford added a double-double of 11 points and 10 rebounds. Guys, really quick, back to the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, we've heard about officiating all year, but this just, this just keeps adding Oops. fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. Oops is yeah, right. Oops. <laughs> Cowboys were informed by the league office that the two tripping penalties should not have been called. Ezekiel Elliott gets a first down on third and one late in the the fourth quarter. I mean, what does this do? What does this do? Oops, we're sorry, guys, but the outcome doesn't change. The Patriots Mm. still win. Like, it's crazy. Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, he's probably upset. It's like when they released the last two minutes report in the NBA. 
you know, the officiating <laughs> report. Like, thanks for letting us know you messed up, but that doesn't, you know, put the toothpaste Oops. back in the tube. Thanks. Oh, uh, we're sorry. It worse, and it gets me more angry. But it's, you see it what does. they're doing? Like, they bury it, and then they're like, hey, but don't forget Thursday's games. We got Thursday's yep, games. Exactly. Don't forget Thursday. Yeah. I guess it impacts, like, those, those that ref group won't uh, get any playoff assignments, maybe. Yeah. And, but do we even know that? Like, who's monitoring that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> NFL's know? monitoring it. There you go. That, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah, oh. the NFL's doing a great job of monitoring. Yeah, exactly. My word. Yeah. Just push out those <laughs> Thursday night games. Nobody will even know. It's crazy. Well, exactly. Hurry up. Get a game on. Unbelievable. But, you know, NFL officiating, great job, guys. Great season. Keep up and the great And they always work. have that built-in excuse, guys, don't they? Well, guys, the football game, 60 minute, like, you know, it's there's not one, you know, a ref can't decide. You had a million other chances to score. It's, it's like the perfect play. excuse every time. Like, yeah, we messed up, but you should have won the lost. game in other places. <laughs> yeah, and if that was the case, Joe, they wouldn't have instituted pass interference replays. Now would they have? Well, have they? <laughs> yeah, are they have even they? acting on it? Who who knows? Have only against really? Richard Sherman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, only exactly. against Richard exactly. Sherman. Um, really quick, guys. The Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals going back to Andy Dalton. Yeah. The Red Rocket returns. Ryan Finley, after three starts, finishes 47.1% of his right. passes. Washington got another win. Miami's too clear of us. We're okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's we up against the Jets. Finley, but we're all right. We got a two-game lead in the race for Chase Young. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. You, you know what happened? He must be losing the locker room. That's the only way you go back, dude, is that the vets on that team, the get, if you lose the locker room with five games left, four games left, you're it's it's not good. So I'm I am sure some of the players went to, you know, went to him and been like, we, we can't do this, man. I mean, we just so can't Joe do with this. Zach Taylor. Now, what happens if, if you know, if the barrage of McVay is gone? Does that mean everybody who got a job by, you know, breathing on McVay? They're also not boy wonders. And then do we have the one-year thing happen in Cincy like it happened in Arizona last year? How can a guy that's only been in the league two years or three years have a coaching tree? It's beyond me that anybody would even do that. So we put Zach Taylor in Cincinnati on the merry-go-round. He better. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All All right, people, here we go. Hour number two on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome those of you in Pluto TV, channel 517. All 20 million of you turning it on at the same time and joining Dane Martinez. I'm Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day as we, uh, on a Tuesday now, look forward to what is coming up. Not only today, 47, that's right, count them, 47 college hoops games, couple NBA games, couple NHL games, two Mac action football games. And we will all be getting ready, of course, for three NFL Week 13 games on Turkey Day, Thursday, just around the corner. But when we look at it here, Dan, it's interesting. We uh, Some teams here, like uh, like the Rams, like the Falcons, some of these uh, teams yeah. here that they went all in with certain players and yep. vets and spent a lot of money on players. And unfortunately, the risk-reward um, is not paying off. Some of these teams are going to be in purgatory when it comes to cap and ability to move and draft picks and just impossible. You're stuck with what you have. And then, of course, there was Baltimore, who did 
pretty much pushed all their chips in the table and took a shot, revamped everything for Lamar Jackson. It seems to be paying off, but there are going to be five or six jobs open. But there are also, I think, interestingly enough, going to be maybe, let's say, four or five quarterbacks that uh, are on teams right now that are going to be on yeah. different teams next year. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton. One. Marcus Mariota. Two. Andy Dalton. Three. Jameis Winston. Four. Yeah. And then we could push our luck. You know, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I you know, there's some other, I think, backups. That I think are like, Teddy Bridgewater also. I, I think I Teddy say, there's some other backups yep. that may get a chance. Mm-hmm. Teddy yep. Bridgewater, right? Yep. That's six right there, Joe. That's six. And that doesn't yep. even count, you know, the Herberts, the Burrows, yep. the Tuas, the Froms of the world, right? So, and don't get it twisted. You know, there's some other, like... Who's going to be the quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers next year, Joe? I That was exactly another place I was going. That's a great question. Is it Tyrod Taylor? I th- honestly, listen, if, if they can hire Greg Roman, it could be Tyrod Taylor. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and is Anthony Lynn in that other group yeah. as well? You know, yeah. have they maximized? have they maximized what they can do? In essence, yeah. right? Do they yep. need something else? Um, yep. And let me give you another quarterback. It's going to sound crazy, Joe. It's going to sound crazy. Alex Smith. Uh, Yeah, it's not crazy, though, from what we read, right? I know he is an NFL caliber quarterback, okay? I know it. You know it, too. All right. Mm -hmm. It was gruesome. It was horrible. It came out. He had something like 17 surgeries, I think, or something like that. Crazy. But there's no starting quarterback job open for the Washington football team anymore. They're going with their kid. Yep. So, good point. I could see a team taking a chance with him as a bridge that someone that drafts, whatever team drafts Herbert, bring him in as a bridge. Yep. And if you're a new coach, interesting. what job, what quarterback do you want? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Here we go. Hour two on the grid, sportsgrid.com. Welcome in. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. Take a look here at some of these uh, games here tonight. Also on Thursday, as we talk about uh, the NFL and the changing of the guard in, I think, a lot of these franchises next year after 12 weeks. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's crazy to look here at some of these teams along with their cap situation. Some of the mistakes teams have made. And I think um, one of the most important things with NFL franchises is the ability, A, to recognize a mistake that you might have made, and B, be able to be in a position to go, you know what, let's move on from it. Let's not 
Let's not do this anymore. We recognize it. Wrong. Let's go. It's a, t- it's a tough thing to do, especially with billionaire egotistical owners. Right. Very hard to do. But there are going to be a significant amount of quarterbacks that are going to be wearing new uniforms, starting quarterbacks, by the way, guys that can actually yeah. play and start in this league. And we do think there's probably just as many new coaching positions going to be available in the NFL. So it comes down to it, Dane. I mean, if you're a new coach and one of these jobs opens up, and most of these jobs, I think, come with the ability of a new quarterback. And uh, if not a young one, possibly a new one that they bring in. So who do you like? Which which one of these jobs would you pair? I'm glad you set it up that way, Joe, because I want to remind us all of last year what Cliff Kingsbury did. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cliff Kingsbury, I, it's got to be true. I'm making an assumption, but I think it's a pretty fair one, Joe. Feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong. In the interview process, I'll be willing to bet, damn, my bottom dollar, that he said to them, listen, what I want to do is trade Rosen and get Kyler Murray with the number one overall pick. He declared that in his interview. I guarantee it because they knew that's where he wanted to go, and they got him the job. So if I were to be this hot candidate, I would do pretty much the same thing. And, Joe, I would go to the Chicago Bears, Joe. I would go to the Chicago Bears, Ooh. but I would talk about I would talk about how, as part of my plan, we Love are that. eating, taking our medicine and moving on mm. from Trubisky in the same way that Kingsbury was like, mm. nah, I want this job, but Rosen's not my guy. If you hire me with that understanding, it's cool. So I would go to Chicago because the defense is still there. I like the franchise. I like the fact that Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford are on the you know back end of their career in that division. Mm. Okay, and that's what I said about the division being important as well. Um, And then I would go in there. I would make it known that Trubisky is not my guy. Okay, and then I would draft the guy. I would try and build that way. But with the quarterbacks on the merry-go-round, you really got to decide what kind of team you want to be. Right. Because you have some mobile guys. You have some pocket guys. But to me. If I wanted to give one of these guys a like clean slate, fresh start. Mm-hmm. I'd go right to Cam Newton, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'd go right I, to Cam. So and true. I would connect Cam, and you talked about me with Chicago. I would go to Chicago, and I'd be like, Trubisky's not my guy. We need to sign Cam. And then I'd still look to in the draft, draft a young quarterback, and begin that development. I'd treat Cam as a bridge, but imagine him, his ability to run with the defense I already have in my back pocket. That's the way I would go. That's what I think is the most appealing option, all things on balance. I like Cleveland, but I want to stay away from the circus. Uh, in that, my first stop. Yeah, so In my true. first job, it's I don't so want that true. locker room. Because you are, I mean, it would be ideal if your first job involved you being able to, you know, have a new quarterback coming in at the same time, right? Sure. I mean, being able to be like, hey, at least have some influence on that. Like Kingsbury um, did with Kyle. Exactly. Yep. Going to get your guy. And right now, Cincinnati's going to be that team. I don't think there's any way around it, obviously. Cincinnati's going to get the number one draft pick. They in all like, is it safe to say, are we being too quick with Ryan Finley, or is he not going to be the guy? No, it looks like he's not going to be the guy. I mean, they actually came out and said that the last few weeks were about evaluating Ryan Waiting Finley. him, right, right. Yeah, and so... Going back to Andy Dalton, what does that say about the evaluation? Yeah, exactly. It means it means the guys in the locker room are like, we're not going to kill... For who and yeah. for what, right? For and who I mean, and he for what? He was a third or fourth <laughs> round pick, right? So yep. sometimes those pop, and it's it was the right move to see, take stock, right? See what you yep. have. 
But mm-hmm. they're going to be on the bottom up because, you know, A.J. Green's not going to be in a Bengals uniform next I year agree. either. Yep. Okay? You I have agree. Joe Mixon, a horrible offensive line, a young quarterback, and a pissed-off Geno Atkins because he's got to deal with it all. Every ounce of it, which is a shame, too, which is absolutely a shame because we're wasting a whole lot of quality players' years here. Um, and it's really, Joe, you know, when— like Ryan Tannehill. You think he sticks in Tennessee or does uh, he get a job him. somewhere else? They love him in Tennessee. They absolutely love him. He is exactly what we knew he was here in Miami. Just a whole lot of bad breaks here. He's the definition of change of scenery is good. He is not doing anything he didn't do here in Miami. The problem was that things outside of his control, Adam Gase, the coaching, you know, he went through, don't forget, three head coaches, 14 offensive coordinators when he was here. He finally goes to an organization with some, uh, with some stability and some players. The guy's a great so leader. He's, a cla- like, he's exactly he's the dude guy. that you want leading your team. And it's quite obvious. You watch these. These guys are playing for Ryan Tannehill. These guys are yeah. going to war for Ryan Tannehill, and they love him there. So with him. why They're not? With him. They're averaging yep. 29 points a game with exactly. him under center. Yep. They were two and four yep. with Mariota. I get it. I'm not. I'm not against it. But like, and he's still young they enough. Signed him? They signed yep. him to an extension, like the Colts did with Brissett. Yep, I agree. I think that's happening. I think it's going to okay. happen before the end of the year, All right, too. So that's and, one guy and one musical yep. chair out. But and then I think about Mariota is going to be out. Mariota is yeah, going to Mar- be available. Mariota's gone. Mariota's yep. going to be a bridge quarterback somewhere. Okay. Nice. Like, to be honest, I don't think it would be a horrible idea. You know, we talk about how, like, uh, RG3 is there for um, Lamar, same style, right? Right. What right, about right. you put Mariota. And you're like, thanks, Philip. Thanks for your service. What about you put Mariota with the Chargers and Tarad? And then you run that kind of scheme. You love, you're going to pay Melvin Gordon some money. You're going to have a lot of running backs. Good you point. can run a Baltimore and have a Tyrod or a Mariota. And you put mm-hmm. out Gordon and Eckler out there. You got the yep. weapons. You got a young defense, which, by the way, has Derwin James coming back this week, right? Yep. Maybe that's what I believe it's Philip Rivers from the damn pocket that's hurting this team. So what maybe about- they go. Where does Nick Foles go? Does he remain? Quarterback. I don't think they make a move. You don't think that you think that he stays there? You think they'll keep they him in Jacksonville? Like about God, right? There's money involved in that one. They're gonna yeah. eat that money. <laughs> they they signed that offensive coordinator yeah. DiFilippo because yeah. he has experience and he's got the excuse also he had a broken collarbone this year for goodness sakes, Joe. Right. You know what right. I mean? So the ones I'm interested in is some of these older guys. Are they just gonna accept backup role? Like, is Joe Flacco going to back up Drew Locke next year? Mm -hmm. Is Eli Manning going to back up Daniel Jones next year? How many of the top five teams need a quarterback in the draft? How many of these teams, the way it lies out right now, are going quarterback? Because I think we can say there are three or four quarterbacks in this draft coming out of college that will be starting on, on an organization next year. Let us not forget. I say three. I say three of the top teams will. Cincinnati. One. Miami. Two. And here's the other one, Joe. How far do you got to go down before you get there? Atlanta. At what number? I mean, right now. Right now. No, that's what I'm saying. Right now, if it started tomorrow, is it top five? Is it top ten? Where are they? They're fifth. Okay. Miami, the Giants, and Washington have two wins. Atlanta has three. So three out of the top five will probably take quarterbacks. I think I'm going to take some quarterback. What do you think, though? I, uh, I... They got him eventually. What? If they got a shot at a good one, 
Who the hell's the backup? Exactly. It's recognized a mistake. Yep. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. So who wants to be, raise your hands right now, jump, right, jump right now if you want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire. Well, if you do, then let DailyRoto.com stuff your pockets with cash this Thanksgiving. You get it? Stuff the po- Thanks. Okay. Anyway, stuff your pockets. Get your free trial with the promo code STUFFING. That's right, STUFFING. You get yourself a free seven-day elite membership. You get the Leverage Daily Roto's Optimizer, which is, of course, the industry-leading fantasy projections model. And you get to learn from the game's very best DFS players. Now, don't be a turkey. Boom! Get your free trial. That's DailyRoto.com. Promo code STUFFING. Get your free trial now. New customers only, by the way. The offer expires at the end of November. But really, why would you not want to have access for the next week? to one of the very, very best uh, and one of the industry-leading optimizers that there have. They were guys, I don't know, we keep bringing them on every week or taking down 30,000, 100,000, 250. It's like, and it's all coming from the optimizer, guys. So get yourself right now. Head over to dailyroto.com and use the, if you don't remember stuffing, I don't know what to tell you. Dailyroto.com, stuffing, seven days. With with uh, fantasy playoffs, season-long playoffs coming in, the same tools, Joe, yep. help you not only in DFS, but to understand how to set the right lineup in season-long to make sure you win net cash. We got one week left of the regular season before the fantasy playoffs come to town as well. Interesting you brought that up. Let's take a look here at uh, at a real quick sure. snapshot of our uh, pit league here. Uh, sure. Let's see where we – because I'm pretty sure somebody had to beat Kurtz. And uh, you, you guys are welcome for that. So uh, we take down Kurtz in first place. Hey, and Joe, now, look how at does all, this work? Team, Joe, look at which team put up the biggest point total this week. Uh, you see the matchups? What was yes. the highest number of the entire that would league be, this week? That would, have been, that would definitely be the forget about it. Fugazis, I love it. The Fugazis, baby. We I move into it. playoff position as well. Joe, we're representing here, both you and I, uh, live in the playoffs, okay? Yep. We're both right there. And uh, how about make it rain? Listen, Joe, we both we sneak cr- into like we wild card spots. Are we not here or what, man? And then we make a run. Right. Let's are we do not it, representing? I think I'm, like doing, uh, I'm like the Ravens. Uh, I'm like the Ravens of this pit league. I've rattled off four wins in a row. Let's do this, people. Let's, Let's do go. this. Let's go. And Kareem Hunt, Joe. Looking like a great draft pick at this point. Thank you. You guys ripped me apart, and yet the dude saved me against Kurtz this week. But that's all right. I digress. I hey, digress. it ain't over just yet. We nope. still got it. We still got a couple of. We got one more week to make sure we're in the playoffs, and then all right, we'll battle it out. But Joe, if we're two of the six, and that's possible, I like our chances. Me too. Uh, I like where we're going in here, guys. 
Never sleep on Make It Rain, people. Don't sleep on us. There is a uh, a reputable industry league called the Greenwich Street Tavern. We talk okay. about it all the time on this on this air. Um, right. A lot of our guys have been involved in it. Joe, I won last night to go to ten and two, and in first Damn. place, I have locked up first place in the regular season and the buy and the thousand uh, dollar prize money that goes with it uh, wow. with my win yesterday. I'm ten and two, reeled off nine in a row. Guess who my quarterback is, Joe? Who you got? Don't tell me, Sam Donald. Don't you dare. Lamar Jackson. Oh, I was down. Man. Joe, I was down by like 40 damn. points last night. <laughs> I was down by like 40 points last night. And honestly, I'm sitting here watching the game with my fiance, who you know, and I'm like, they're going to pull him. They're going to effing pull Lamar. I needed the last touchdown throw to Willie Sneed <laughs> in the end zone. That I was, was like, they're going to pull Lamar after this drive. I need him to do just a little bit more. But we locked up that regular season championship, brother. Uh, props last night crushed it, too. Any of you guys that took yeah. any of those props regarding Ingram or uh, or Lamar in I any way, out, shape, or form? I gave out Marcus Peters to get an interception on yes, that was also Show good. Yep. Because of the revenge action, it was plus 460 yep. I gave it out. Yep. Yeah, the uh, and there was also great, there was great value in the second half lines too, guys. I hope you take a look at it because it was it was basically a pick'em in the second half. That is what they offered a pick'em situation uh, in the second half because it was obvious the books felt like there was going to be at least some sort of take the foot off the pedal and the Rams get back into it. Yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, Twenty-one and a half was the total in the second half as well. And, uh, yeah, that didn't happen either. They only scored 17 all by Baltimore. So there were there were some opportunities there. And I got news for you, too, guys. There's an opportunity tonight in the MAC action. And we always talk about how MAC is absolutely crazy. It's whack. But keep in mind, forget about <laughs> Yeah, no, no, forget about that. Forget about Akron. We, we never look at gift horse in the mouth. Like, we covered with Akron last week. Let's forget Akron exists. Sure. Let's never talk about it again. Uh, but this other game, something you guys should know, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois tonight. It opened up at 7. I think it's pushed up to probably about 8 right now, Western Michigan. Western Michigan, they win this. They win the MAC West. They they secure their spot in the MAC championship game. Okay. Northern Illinois has absolutely ungats to play for here tonight. And their starting quarterback in the concussion protocol, he's wow. not going. They have nothing. Western Michigan is the Baltimore Ravens, guys. They're averaging about 35, 36 points a game here. They are running over people. Northern Illinois, not great on defense. And unfortunately, now that they lost their quarterback, they're only averaging about 17 points a game. When you put it all together, lay the points with Western Michigan here tonight. They are going to run over Northern Illinois at home. And the weather, I believe, also, Dan, keep an eye on that, supposed to be um, awful tonight. 15 to 20 mile per hour winds. It opened up at 57 and a half, Dan. It's all the way down. What are we showing at FanDuel? 50? So uh, 51 is what I see, but I'm on okay. another book because FanDuel has their planned maintenance right now, so I can't oh, see their lines. But I'm on another shop that says 51 is the total. Joe, let me ask okay. you this with these matching games. Right. We talk about all the time, you know, we try to talk about things that you have to think about outside of just the numbers and the box score, like humans, right? We talk about the short right. week for 19-year-olds, Joe. Yep. I got to think that these kids in Northern Illinois and Western Michigan, like, aren't they ready to go home for Thanksgiving dinner? Yep. 
Yep. Well, Western Michigan's ready to go to play in a MAC championship game. That's what they want to do. They clinch that tonight. Sure. They win the West. But if they lose, you talk about. Western Michigan motivation. has motivation. Fine. Yeah. I give it to you. Yep. Northern, Northern Illinois. Illinois you talked about the stuffing, right, in the in the promo read for Daily Roto. That's what these kids are thinking about. They're 19 years old. Some of them, some of them are literally instead thinking about like that their mom's gonna go do their laundry this weekend when they get home, yeah. and they can't wait for like they not having to wear uh, not having to wear yep. flip flops in the shower for the first time in three months because that's what they have to do. <laughs> Right? They got they're nothing. like, oh, snap, I can sleep until whenever mom's going to make breakfast. That's what yep. they're thinking about right now. They, they got nothing. They got absolutely nothing there, guys. There is. Um, they will have no problem winning this game by double digits. So my suggestion yeah. is hop on it before it gets to double digits. Keep an eye on the weather. 20 mile per hour wins. There's a reason why we keep harping on that this time of year. The under is usually cash. And as bad as uh, these teams are defensively, uh, still, 51 points is a lot of points when you can't throw the ball uh, more than three feet without it going hard left. So that's one Mac game tonight. Forget about Akron and get okay. ready for some Thursday night football, Thursday football. And, Dane, the, the latest lines here that we're looking at, I think two and a half interesting enough. Yeah, interesting enough. What are you showing with the Detroit game right now? We've been talking about Chicago. Are you still showing a, a flip there I'm with uh, Chicago being the favorite? Uh, yeah, they're laying the field goal on the road. Now it's a field goal. All right, so it was one yesterday when we opened up. Now it's three on the road. And what's the total in that game? I see. I am staring at 39 on the number. 39 on the number. Now that hasn't moved, but the number has moved because Detroit was scheduled to be the, the look ahead line was Detroit was a slight edge there at home. It was. But now that's. That's not going to happen. That. We told you guys to look ahead at that, and then this is yep. what happens when you go out and lose to the to Dwayne Haskins, even though he doesn't get yep. the victory formation snap, but that's a different story. Um, yeah, that's going to impact them on the power ratings. The Bears got a win. I don't believe in them. Honestly, Joe, I like mm-hmm. these three points. I like these yep. three points. I, I agree. believe in both. I, I believe in Bo Scarborough. Bo knows, baby. And they got more now, talent. I said Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. If Driscoll can put it together, I, you right. know, why not? I'm just off Chicago, as you know. I'm trying to be their new head coach, and in my interview, I'm trying to cast aside Trubisky. So yep. you know, I'm fading the Bears. Yep. Why not? I mean, seriously, why not? Why not go? Driscoll, they said was hurt, or he was somewhat. Uh, he was somewhat listed. I don't even know what the hell they do beyond that, to tell you the truth. But it's an interesting line, guys, because I do still think there's some value here. Um, Are they going to have, if there's no threat of pass, are you really going to run on this this Bears defense? Now, Akeem Hicks meant everything to that line. You know? So I do think there's some keep away. I do think there's some value in the total here. I don't know. Short week, Dane, prime time. You know, three days with two teams that don't score a lot of points. Right, those unders. You know what I'm saying? Is low. What's the first half? I don't have that up, Joe. I can't All get right, that. Because uh, I'm trying to think, would it be under tw- Would it be at least 20, 20 and a half, maybe? It's probably going to be 20 or 19 and a half. Mm-hmm. With a total of, with a, a game total of 39, right? What are we talking? 19 and a half? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's uh, maybe a little, little less in the, uh, in the front half, a little more in the yeah. back half. I do think there's some value in that early game. Uh, at yeah, the 12, because that's 12 what? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12.30? 12
12 o'clock game? 30 kick. We're on yeah. air, by the way. We should let people know, Joe. We're on yes. air not to make it rain on Thursday morning. We here at Sports Grid are treating Thursday like it is a Sunday because of all the games to get you ready for. So, blew it. Joe Pisapia in the early hour. Mm-hmm. You, me, Ariel. We're going to make it pop on a normal Sunday show. I believe, Joe, we're going to 10 Well. Yep. With the uh, first kickoff at 12.30. Up the kickoff, yep. Getting you guys ready, man. Bottom line, got to get you ready. We'll do it. We'll take a look at more of these lines, some of the look-ahead numbers you should probably jump on right now. We'll do that next. Make it rain, people. Let's do this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. You know, I'm thinking about it here, Dana, that the um, the news came down that Andy Dalton will be taking back over the quarterback spot. Yeah. I don't think it's assured that Cincinnati now just automatically gets the first pick. They are going to go ahead and win one game, right? I mean, now I feel much better that Cincinnati win, wins one, right? I mean, they're, I know the Jets play him. I know the Dolphins. They got Miami. Do, right. So, Andy Dalton. Is going to win a game, I think, before it's all said and so, done. I don't think they go so winless. They got the Jets and the Dolphins, right? Those are two potential wins. They're, they got five games left, Joe. Jets and Dolphins. Okay. Then New England. <laughs> Definitely not. And two. And they have yet to face the Browns this year. So they got two against Ooh. Cleveland. And they got two in, in Cleveland in that. All right. So the Miami game is obviously going to be it. They're not beating the Jets the way it's currently constructed. That's just not they happening. Have to, right. That's true. The way Sammy D is playing. Yeah. If if they lose to Miami, week 16, Joe, Dolphins, Bengals, you know, I mean. It, that'll be the game. I think that'll be the game. And even if they do win that game, though, there's still a game ahead of them. That would be one for them. Miami already has two wins. Washington already has two wins after Sunday. Two wins. Okay, so and they the Giants, I think, two. are currently in second. Are they not? Don't the Giants currently have the second pick? I don't know what the tiebreakers are like, Joe. I know that Miami, Washington, and the Giants have two wins. Okay? Yes. So we know that, but I don't know who would be the two, three, and four there. The, yeah. And, then and right now, wins, if the season ended today, the Giants would be, who have lost seven in a row, would be number two. The Dolphins, Washington. three. Washington, four. Then the Broncos, then the Falcons, Lions, Cards, Jags, and Jets rounding out the top 10. So the Jets are screwed. I mean, the Jets win more games. They're running out of the top 10. They're they're basically winning their way out of the top 10. Yeah. They got Cincy. They got Miami. They're going to finish with six wins, Joe. They're going to be a six and 10 team. And then they're going to wind up, they're going to wind up drafting what? Like 14th, something like that. Right. Yeah, something like that in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. What do you think the look you know? ahead line and for the Jets Miami is the game two? In Ooh. week uh when is that? 
That is week 14. Mm. The Jets That's have. Next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Jets have Cincy the Jets, and then Miami. The Jets are not losing to Miami a second Again, time right. this season. And this one's yeah. at home. They're going to win their next two games, Joe. And they're going to yeah, be six and seven after that. Yep. And then they'll be they at Baltimore, which I think is a loss, right? So that's six and eight. And then, Joe, honestly, after that, they have Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Could yep. they win one of those? Could they win week 16 at home against Pittsburgh? I don't know who the quarterback's going to be at that point in time. Amen. I don't know if Pittsburgh will have anything to play for. You know, it's possible. And then at Buffalo, I don't yep. think they'll, lo- they'll win at Buffalo. I think Buffalo will have something to play for. But if we go all the way back to week one, it's not like they couldn't beat Buffalo, right? So yep. the Jets are going to wind up with six or seven wins, Joe, unfortunately. And they're yep. going to be drafting right in the middle. And at six wins, you cannot fire Adam Gates. No, you can't. And, and let me ask you something. If if they do, let's say they they want they win three three more games, right? Three, uh, let's yeah. say, uh, or even if they do something crazy and let's say they finish eight and eight. I mean, the best is yeah. what nine and seven. They can finish right now if, if they, they went out the table, right? Right. There's no more Including New England a road Thursday night football game at Baltimore. I don't think that one's a win, but yeah. Well, you know what? That'll be at least a good litmus test of yes. run, number one run defense, right? I think yes. that'll be a good litmus test. And that's what I was going to say. I was going to make this point, Joe, and then Lamar put it in my eye. Remember I was right. telling you that Lamar was plus 100 now for MVP and Russell Wilson yes. was 250? Well, yep. I said it, on, and I said it on air yesterday, Joe, like the Rams were the second best run defense, right? Then San Francisco next week, Joe. Yep. Then one. Buffalo, Joe. Then the Jets, right? Like, those are four run defenses in a row that might have been able to slow Lamar. I was actually saying there may be value on Russell Wilson now at MVP. As we wake up this morning, it's going to be, oh, my God, Lamar's the shoe-in MVP. Russell was plus 250. He might be 5-1 to by the time, you know, they open it up tomorrow. And then I think there may be value because Lamar would have to do this against three or four more good run defenses. Now, I know he looks he looks very capable, but if that just like if he gets gets knocked down a peg, you Mm -hmm. know, and Seattle, Seattle is only one game back of the division, only one game back of the bye and the one seed. It's all out in front of Russell Wilson as well. And I believe they have a game with San Fran still. Right. The last week of the season. Let's say Russell Wilson makes incredible plays to win the division, a bye, and the one seed in the NFC. And Lamar, you know, let's say the Ravens lose two games. Let's say they lose to San Francisco. Let's say Mm -hmm. they lose one, you know, at Buffalo, which is tough. And Lamar looks good, not incredible. I think it's still possible. I just think that there's value now with Russell Wilson as MVP because everyone's going to go over their top slurping Lamar this week. And you're right, there is, this is going to be a rough stretch. We've said this about Baltimore, that they were going to be tested. We thought maybe they'd get tested a little night, but it's obvious we overstated what the yeah. Rams' capability is. They are not uh, even, they, that's a totally different uh, organization and team right now. But I do think the San Francisco Buffalo Jets, three teams playing very well, the best three teams that they have faced outside of Miami, outside of New England. But I will say down? this about New know. England, too, because there's already you you talk to players that have played for Belichick yeah. um, and to think that Belichick didn't know prior to playing Baltimore that they were the biggest threat to him is absurd. Guys, let's all be realistic. Mm-hmm. 
But it has been documented and has been talked about every for years that do not put it past Belichick that he went into that game running everything vanilla, putting yep. absolutely no wrinkles, absolutely yep. nothing in there because he knows I don't need to beat him in week eight. I'm going to need to beat and which is and and guys that have played for him in the fourth say this is why nobody beats Belichick a second time in the same year because he knows who his competition is and he's not showing you squat he's not showing you anything he'll run a base defense the entire game run it up 40 points he's got film on what you do now and you have no idea what he's going to do the second time around and that to me I would not put that past Belichick at all Dane Listen, we said it then. I remember saying it against when they played them that week. I'll go a step further, Joe. I actually think not only would they be vanilla, I think especially in the second half of that game, Joe, remember, because they were losing. They had been Mm – they were beat, right? I actually think they'll go even further and put stuff on tape, which Mm -hmm. is the exact tendency that they will break in the AFC championship game. Wow. Interesting. You know, they'll put the exact thing on tape that they want you to see. You to see. Exactly. Exactly. They'll put yep. what, you know, like they now have Muhammad Sanu and Julian Edelman on their roster. Right. And Tom mm-hmm. Brady. If they are cooking up some crazy three quarterback play. Right. I bet they showed the exact thing that it looks like against the Ravens <laughs> or the exact play action that it's going to be off of against the yep. Ravens. And I'm going to tell you also, Joe. The next yep. two games for the Patriots at Houston on Sunday night and Kansas City. And I'm going to yep. tell you, I've been saying it all season long, right? It's the default of New England unless Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, or Deshaun Watson has a game against them. Yep. And in but the next two weeks. Do not be weeks, surprised if you be see. Surprised if they revert back defenses. to the same. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to put on tape exactly what I want you to see. Yep, he knows. It. Those, I've been saying it all year. Belichick yep. knows it, too. Those are the threats to his yep. championship, okay? Yep. So he's not going to put it on tape. In fact, I actually think he'll put the he'll put the decoy on tape purposely. Absolutely. He will run an entire game Belichick plan based upon at- nothing you will see second time around. That, and he yep. doesn't care because he already knows he's winning the East. He already knows that he's going to have no problem. He it's cares not about two games, Joe. Yep. He cares about a game on, you know, yep. January uh, 11th and a game yep. on January 18th when I'll be with you in Miami. I That's don't. And, and I'm telling you guys that we're not overstating it here. He's been doing this for 20 years. This is how he thinks his former players all know it, that guys are going you know, we we sat in there all practice looking at the game plan, going, "Why are we? Why are we running such? Why are we running all of these plays?" And Belichick, sure enough, would know that there is a reason why. Second time around, you don't beat Belichick. Period. You don't beat him. You know. And kudos to uh, the Chargers, by the way, for figuring they did that exactly to Lamar Jackson last year. What the, what Lamar Jackson saw against him in in the final week that they didn't it didn't matter. That is not what he saw coming in into the playoffs. So same type of thing. But you know who else knows that? I can tell you this. Harbaugh knows this already. And Harbaugh is the same style of coach. So that's what but, I was going to say. Do you remember a few years ago, Joe, like Ravens played the Patriots a few years in a row in the playoffs yes. in the AFC championship game? Remember Lee yep. Evans dropping what should have been a touchdown oh, to win the God, AFC yes. championship game with the Ravens? Yes. But 
one of those years, Joe. That's when remember when Baltimore, I mean not Baltimore, New England did the crazy unbalanced line thing with the tackle uncovered, and then Harbaugh was like, "That's illegal," you know, yep. and they made the rule after that. Right at the Belichick right time. Had that in his yep. pocket all year long, and he knew that the yep. team he was going to break it out with was Baltimore. Why? Because he respects them. Yes, exactly. Yep, exactly correct. And he knows. He's not a fool. He knows who his competition is on the other sideline as well. And Harbaugh's a guy that goes after him, and he knows it. Uh, but right. you're right. It is. Keep in mind, this will be the only game this year coming up on Sunday where New England plays indoors. They're going to be in Houston. It's the only time this year they play indoors, which will be interesting. I'm not sure. Again, it's going to be all about defense in that game for New England. Can they shop? Uh, you know, can they stop Deshaun Watson? Can they do enough offensively? Uh, if you like, and I'll tell you this, guys, if you like the over, if you think there might be some points here, the market is trending down. So there's a, it opened up at 44 and a half. I'm seeing it at a 43 and a half, 43. I do think that'll keep going down uh, because of what we saw from the defense here from New England against Dallas. It would not surprise me. So I would hold off, maybe wait a couple more days. If you like, if you think there's going to be some points and uh, some some fun in this game. You're going to get a really good number in the next couple of days, possibly even down to 42 and a half or 42, Dane. Yeah, that is interesting. Remember, though, the conditions New England was playing in last week, okay? And down right. in Houston, I think it'll be a little bit different. Yeah, but, but the, the public the public is going to see, oh, look at, they shut down Zach. Well, that was, in a snow, that was in a hailstorm, though, Joe. And you know? look at that. The, the Texans sucked. They got smoked well, by you. Uh, Texans right. also have the mini buy because they played on Thursday. And, you know, and they'll be at home. And so some mm -hmm. of these New England games, I want to see what happens when they're on the road. Like even last year, New England, Joe, last year, New England was three and five on the road. OK, right. uh, and that was with Gronk and all, you know, and, and all that stuff. So I, I want to see them do it on the road. I want to see them all do right. it on the road. Last time they went on the road to a big time team, they went to Baltimore and uh, didn't look so good. Yeah, well, ever since that, they, their last four games since getting blown out and giving up 37 points, they haven't given up more than two touchdowns in uh, to any team. So they are, uh, again, interesting enough. Why suck in that one game, but then all of a sudden shut everyone else down to two touchdowns? Okay. Well, yeah, maybe it has something to do with the, uh, you know, odds-on <laughs> favorite for the MVP award. There is no answer for it. Honestly. Exactly. Like, that's why I'm saying there is no answer for a healthy Patrick Mahomes either, Joe. You know what I mean? Nope. There but is no answer for some of the things Deshaun Watson can do. Yeah. That's why. But there's no pretending that either of those guys are – there's no pretending either is 100%. That's the problem. They're yeah. not. That is not sure. the same team in Kansas City that we saw in a Monday sure. night shootout with the Rams. The Rams ain't the same team. And unfortunately, that damn Houston team gets so damn close and gets an injury here, an injury there. And it's like... It's going to have to have a game. Yeah. Big time. Big time. And you got to hope Belichick's like, you win this one. We'll see you guys. We'll see Western Michigan tonight, lay the points. We'll be back tomorrow breaking it down. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. What you missed on Make It Rain. In an ego-driven NFL, guys, for a guy like Greg Roman or any offensive coordinator to go, all right, forget it. Let's just burn everything that I know is an off. Everything I've put together, every play, everything out the window. They drew up an entire plan based upon the personnel they have. And this is what we are seeing right now. And I can't tell you, Dane, there are not a whole lot of head coaches who'd be willing to put their asses on the line. There's not a lot of offensive coordinators who wouldn't be like, hey, I've been doing this 20 years. It's my way or the damn highway, all right? This is this is how it... We see this all the time with teams in the NFL. But Harbaugh and Greg Roman and that organization, hats off to them for having the foresight and really just having the balls to get it done. Because if this, if this went the other way, we, you know, Harbaugh's job's on the line. Greg Roman may not get another job again. I mean, it was, they pushed all their chips into the center of the table, Dane, and it's paying off big time for them. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about pushing their chips all the way into the center. I actually think it happened on even more levels than that, Joe. You know, when you opened the show talking about, you know who the Ravens are thankful for, and obviously the answer is Lamar Jackson. In my mind, I was like, oh, Ozzie Newsom. You know, the guy who drafted Lamar Jackson, who traded up to get Lamar Jackson at the back end of the first round in a draft after, you know, oh, Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. It was, in fact, Lamar that went 32 overall. And it was Ozzie Newsom's, remember, his, like, final draft as the GM before he walked into the sunset. Mm -hmm. That was a present to be thankful for. And then when you talk about Harbaugh and Roman, you know, the other part is last year, Joe, Marty Morningwig was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, okay? Not only did they scrap the playbook and install a brand new offense, Greg Roman became the offensive coordinator for this effort, okay? And Greg Roman is the same OC that was with the Niners and Kaepernick, the same one that made Terod Taylor go to the playoffs with the Buffalo Bills. This is the guy to employ when you have a kind of running quarterback. So they certainly went all in, like you said, designing the playbook with Lamar in terms of what he likes to do. And yes, the coaching is absolutely there. And then the idea to actually still develop Lamar, okay, because he is still now doing things from the pocket that he was not able to do last year or early in the season. So it's the it's the perfect storm 